This podcast is brought to you by my Substack, theredfern.substack.com. Subscribe to receive more of my writing, behind the scenes of writing a book, long, more personal essays and bite-sized courses to help you become more confident on your writing and online journey. Hello and welcome to my very first proper episode of Hiding Under the Desk, the podcast for writers who have little confidence and massive fear when it comes to following their writing and creative dreams. I've been hiding under the desk for many years but have decided no more and now I'm helping others to crawl out and share their writing with the world. Today I'm interviewing Claire Holden. Claire is a couple of years younger than me and describes herself as the writer who didn't write. She knew she wanted to be a writer but fear of lacking in ideas and not knowing the necessary steps to take held her back. Claire is one of the original members of the Confident Creative Club, my membership for Unconfident Writers, and it has been an absolute joy to watch her blossom and grow over the past 14 months or so. We could have talked for ages, but this is her story from the writer who didn't write to the writer who does. I hope you enjoy it. Hello, Claire, and welcome to Hiding Under the Desk. You are my very first interviewee, and I am so delighted to have you here. So first of all, tell me a little bit about yourself and your creative journey so far. Hi, Helen. Um, Well, it's an honor to be your first guest as well. Right, my creative journey so far. So I would describe myself or would have described myself as a writer who doesn't write. I think that um, I've always been a writer and I've always known I was a writer, but until very recently for a myriad of different reasons, I didn't let myself write. And so it's kind of been I don't know, a difficult journey in that, um, and I wrote about this recently actually, that it's like when you know you should be doing something, but you're not doing it, especially something like writing, it it almost haunts you. It's not like you can make a decision and say, "I'm, I'm not gonna be a writer then, because you know that you should be doing that. So kind of that's how I felt for so long. Um, that I wasn't doing the thing that I was really meant to be doing. I think that I have been trying to find ways. I think that my confidence started growing in all different ways when I became a mum. And even from the moment of being pregnant, I think I just started to listen to my intuition more and just hear what, you know, I knew I got all the answers inside and I knew that everything to do with parenting, I could make the decisions for myself. It really, really shifted things for me because before that I'd been a really unconfident person and I'd had years of being 
the good girl, the academic, the falling into other people's ideas of what my life should look like, trying to keep everybody else happy and not doing my thing. And I knew that I wasn't happy with that, but I didn't really know how to get out of it. And actually, for me, it was becoming a mum that completely shifted um, how I was and how I approached life. And from that point forward, I just started listening and knowing that I'd got all the answers inside. And I mean, you know, my daughter was nine last week. So this has been a long process to get to the point where nine years later, I can say I'm a writer, but it's all been part of that. It's been growing in confidence. It's been trusting myself for the first time and just taking these steps to get into where I want to be. And creativity is a massive part of that for me. I, I am a creative being and I think all of us are I think yeah. that's really important for all of us and we move away from that as we grow up and grow up and yeah. um, uh, and and we kind of you know we should be taking life seriously and we should be doing this and we should be doing the other and then when you bring parenting on top of that your time as well is is taken and so you make less time for doing that and I really realized that actually I needed to make more time because that's what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, I, I find that so interesting because when I um, was first pregnant and this was gosh she's going to be 19 soon so <laughs> it was some time ago now but that was the point where I lost my confidence so um, I was the career girl and you know working in London in marketing and as soon as I became pregnant I lost my confidence I might have actually lost it a little bit before then but then being pregnant then having him and then we moved house two weeks later and then I moved to an area that I didn't know anyone but that's where I lost my confidence but at the same time that's when I turned to writing to help oh, me yeah so did you write before you had your daughter no no and that's really interesting because you know I know um in the confidence creative club when we've talked about origin stories you know mm. how we became the writers that we are like honestly I've been racking my brains and I can literally remember once sitting down when I was bored at my grandma's and writing a poem about a squirrel that everyone thought was great but <laughs> I wasn't I genuinely haven't been a writer who writes I mean like maybe three times I've sat down at a blank word document and faffed about for a couple of days and that's it but I still knew that's what I was meant to do um, I'm a massive reader Mm. I live for books and so that was part of me and I've always been good at writing like in a professional sense in the way that I use words in right you know people have always asked me in different jobs that I've had will you write this will you do that so that I know that I'm I've got the tools to do it but I hadn't been doing it creatively at all really no that I mean I it does sound fairly similar to me in but when I was younger I remember sitting at my desk in my bedroom and wanting to do something but it just never occurred to me that I could write something from my imagination I don't yeah. know why because we were encouraged to write stories at school and I loved it but on my own without 
that structure without someone telling me to do it, that I had to do it, it just didn't occur to me that I could be a writer. Yeah. Yeah. I've just thought of something else I wrote. This is quite funny because obviously I've gone on to write book reviews and stuff. I wrote a um, a review of like a film that my dad took me to see when I was about 10 and he kept it on his fridge for ages. Oh, he was really proud of that. And I think, but for me, one of the issues that I've always had with my creative process, even when I've gone, I know I'm a writer, but I'm not writing, is that I go, I don't know what to write about. Um, and I've talked to you about this a lot before. It's like, that's the way that my fear stopped, well, one of the ways that my fear stopped me doing it was that I was like, well, I know I'm supposed to write and I'm sure that when I do write, I'll be quite good at it. Um, but I didn't know what to write at all. And I'd just be like walking, you know, and, and then when I'd start to try and bring myself into communities with other people who wrote, they'd all have these great ideas. I'd be like, I've got so many ideas. I don't know what to do with them. And I'd just be like, I've got nothing. But yeah, I was very pleased with the analogy I came up with the other week of it being like fear standing on the hose pipe of my creativity. And it was just literally like I wouldn't oh. let myself have ideas. Yes. And that's been a massive part of, you know, this past year really settling into my creative process with you and the club is letting myself have ideas and just like taking that foot off the hose pipe and letting it all come out. And that's what I've never really done before. So tell me then how you were a writer who didn't write you had your fears on the hose pipe what changed for you so yes I'd, I'd say this is just back to a, a big life change again back to the point when I became pregnant and I just started listening to my intuition and I just started peeling away at all these layers that had been put on top of me of what I was supposed to be like and what I should be like and so in a much broader sense I have spent these years really um, taking away all the things that made me unconfident and where you know I had no boundaries I would just accept whatever was thrown at me and just try and keep everybody happy and not raise a fuss and do it and I've just started bit by bit kind of moving away from that and going right what do I really want out of life because um you know I'm 44 now and I've never really settled into a um a career I was going to be a lawyer and then I knew that I, that wasn't really for me and I enjoyed the academic side but didn't want to do it practically when I saw what it entailed and I know you know all these little dead ends um along the way where I wasn't doing but deep inside I knew what I really wanted to do and then when I had it and my daughter I was a stay-at-home mum and that felt so right to me I really loved that time with her I think parenting is something else I, I say that's like my two things is writing and parenting um they're like my my gifts if you like they're, they're just the things that make me feel like me that make feel really aligned to me and so kind of I had that time with them and then as she you know moved on in school and needed less of me it was like right this is my opportunity to really shape the rest of my life um to look like what I want it to look like and that was 
writing you know when you're at that crossroads and you're like what do I want what do I want to do because I didn't have a job to go back to or anything like that it was like I, I get to choose now and this is what I choose for me and it's been a while even since making those choices it's not just then you just wake up and it's all straightforward but yeah. I started taking the steps I started you know this is my dream and I'm not letting it go now and I'm going to face up to the little bits that are stopping me do it breaking all those down and and keep going until I get where I want to get to what would you say was your first step was it for example uh creating an Instagram account you mentioned that you did your book reviews was that yes. one of your first steps yes so I and again that must have been probably when my daughter started reception um I signed up for a creative writing course and the woman who led it was on Instagram. And so she got this great Instagram account that I that really worked, you know, that I thought was like how I'd like to be. Yeah, yeah. I'd never been on social media. I'm not on Facebook, Twitter, nothing. But this was, you know, her captions were beautifully written and her photos were lovely. And it was like, wow, this is a place where you could be creative and put a little something out into the world. So I did the course and that was really good for me too, because I have signed myself up to creative writing courses before, but never completed them, never followed through. When it was, was that an online course? Then? It was an online course, yeah. Right. Um, so it was just me at home. Um, and even that, when it got to the final piece of work, I was just like, well, I can't think of anything to write about. I can't think of anything. And, you know, somebody said, well, why don't you just write about X? And so I just took it literally and went, right, OK. And I wrote uh, wrote a piece about that. And I was so proud of myself for actually completing and submitting. And because that felt like the first step in the journey, it was like, OK, well, the next thing is why don't you try Instagram? Because you can put some words into a public arena and see how that feels. Um, so, yeah, that was that's what I did next. <laughs> So how did that feel when you first started on Instagram? Terrifying. I mean, <laughs> I, was, I was private. I had a private account and I had one mum friend from school who was following me. And even so, every time I pressed, you know, share, I was under the table. It was just terrifying. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, you know, it's just the repetition that, you know, keeping going with it. And uh, and I was like, well, when I get to six posts, I'll go public. And I did. And then it just grew from there. I mean, I'm very lucky. Bookstagram, the book reviewing part of Instagram, yeah. is a really, really friendly community. So I think that I could tell that I was writing decent posts and then, you know, engaging and making friends on there it just grows and grows and that definitely built my confidence on there that I was you know because people would then say like oh you should be a writer and you write these so beautifully and that was when it was like come on you can do this this is you know you're on the right lines here just keep going brilliant so yeah I mean I I don't think yeah I think actually thinking about it Instagram was quite daunting at the beginning for me but I do remember um, writing blog posts and wanting to hide under my desk. And I mean, in, in actuality, what I actually did was close my laptop and went outside and talked to my chickens for a bit because um, 
I just felt no one could see me there um, and people could see me through my laptop. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yeah. So after Instagram and you were doing that for some time, what was the next step that you took with your writing? So I'm trying to think about that really, but I mean, I, I think the next step, I mean, in the background, I was doing... Um, a lot of self-development work right. and I work with a lovely coach and um, you know when I started working with her I said this is what I want to do this is what I want to be but I didn't really know how to make it happen and it was just all again just all these layers of changing and shifting and making myself more confident and and reach out for the thing that I really wanted to do. Um, and I had seen your um, Instagram account. I'd find found you on Instagram and I got, was getting your email newsletter as well. And I can remember when you put something out about mentoring in it. And I was just like, oh, wow, because I, you know, I think, again, I've, I do trust my intuition. I've got a very strong. Yes. So I, I felt like you'd be a really supportive person to work with. But at that point. I felt like I hadn't got anything to work with, like just to turn up and go, oh, hi, I want to be a writer, but I haven't written anything, just some Instagram posts. I felt like I hadn't got anything to offer or for you to help me with. So it was really interesting that then it was a while later when the Confident Creative Club, um, you know, you put that on your Instagram and I was just like, oh, okay, yeah, this is it. This is the, the sign. This is what I'm supposed to do. And it was a big deal to sign up to that. Yeah. But it was the best decision I've made in my <laughs> life. It has literally, so it's been just over a year now, hasn't it? Because yeah. I was right from yeah, the Yeah, you start. were one of the first, yeah. Yeah. And I can remember just seeing it come up and just going, yeah, I've got to do that. You just, like I say, I know when I know. But I still went off and did something else and ignored it for it. And then it was just like, no, you know you've got to do that. You've just got to sign up. And yeah, it's it's shifted everything in every possible way for me and my writing and how I sit here and feel a year later is unbelievable. I think the biggest thing in the first place, you know, when we were first getting together and we weren't even really getting together in the first instance, it would just be like kind of you talking to us. But yes. obviously, I think I, for most of us in the club, we find you a very calm and supportive presence but we were all just like kind of messaging on an Instagram live right, right? Yeah. that was kind of how we first mm. spoke to each other but it was that feeling of not being alone um because when I thought of other writers I thought of these confident people and while I was on Instagram even in those early years I like the the woman whose course I did she was a former journalist, then a stay-at-home mum who was just trying to find her way out of it. And then all of a sudden she got publishing deals and she was off. And, um, and then somebody else that I followed and she was taken on for this um, scholarship. I think it was a Penguin writing scholarship. And so, uh, you know, I am a very um, a, a cheerleader type role. I do get very excited for the people. I don't get very like down by other people's success. I'm motivated by it. But all I could see, you know, there was this gap then. So then it's like, well, that's where I want to be, but this is where I am. And I've not seen how they've got from here to here. Yeah. So that felt 
like a massive deal and that felt like the bit I was missing and joining the club and seeing all these other people and they were at very different stages in creative projects to me um, but even to come on and there's people midway through writing a book or there's people who've got books published I could still see we were all the same yeah. and we all shared the same issues and um, yeah that made such a difference to me to just keep going. Yeah I think you're right it, it's that feeling of, of not being alone and I felt I think it was during the first lockdown and I took a step back from Instagram for six months or whatever it was and even though that was great for my writing and for my flow and my focus and and my purpose and all those good things I missed the community and I don't even think though that prior to that I, I kind of spoke about being a writer but I didn't go that much in depth about it it's almost like I was um maybe it was imposter syndrome or or you know embarrassed about yeah. saying I was a writer because I didn't really feel like one but yeah I felt creative I didn't feel alone because you know I lived with my family I had a friend over the road a friend in the next village but and obviously we have FaceTime, but I did feel creatively alone that there was no one to talk to about yeah. all these different issues that come with starting a new project or trying something different or the technology or, you know, just the, all those mindset issues that we can go through, how mm -hmm. your head tries to talk you out of doing something before you put pen to paper when I started the club it was actually a really terrifying moment for myself but also equally I recognized how terrifying it was for people to put their hand up and say yes I'd like yeah. to be part of that yeah I, I don't know if I'm I did do it didn't I I did do it to, in 2006 I put my hand up and said I wanted to join a writing group myself and I still remember to this day, um, I'd made the decision to join, to email the writer um, who was running the group. And my stomach was churning for ages because <laughs> I knew I was going to get, I'd made that decision, but now I just needed to pluck up the courage to actually write the email. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, was it a bit like that for you as well? Yeah, absolutely. Because like I say, you... I'd got, I had this trust and faith that you would be what I needed you to be, but then there's also the other people in the club and what that will feel like. And I have been, you know, like I said, the other couple of times that I've dabbled in writing groups, you do always get somebody who's super confident, who tells you how you should be doing everything yeah. and all that yeah. sort of thing. And, um, and, you know, when you're at that very tentative stage, that can be really um you know what you don't need so there's that there was that element as well of not knowing what the other people in the club would be like um yeah yeah I I recognize that I I've seen that in other sort of online groups that I've joined somebody will always sort of speak with authority even though they don't particularly know much more than yourself yeah um, yeah and it is it can be really off-putting so obviously you took the step to join the club but how did 
because I have seen you blossom, particularly, I think, from January or was it February? Yeah, that's um, right. Yeah. Year. And I've seen you blossom and gone from somebody who was just sort of exploring things in your journal. Yes. To actually putting yourself out there. So tell me about that process um, and how it felt for you to do that. It's it has been really interesting. And I think that the back to the first half of the the creative company year, which was like the end of last year. Yeah. So that was a massive deal as well. I think um, the way that you gave space in the group for people to explore to be completely new at this I think that's so important it is so permission to explore but that you had no expectations on it so to come in and like you know there's members of the group who've been published numerous times and they're like what have you done I've written 7,000 words in this hour and it's kind of like what what and but actually you totally gave permission just you just said do what you're doing that's fine and just to spend six months showing up a showing up is a new thing for me um but also to just be writing and exploring and writing and exploring and something shifted after Christmas definitely um I didn't get back on regular um writing and being part of the club until yeah February like you say um but I think it was having spent that time journaling and just being and then I was ready to step it up a level just it just felt different and so facing up to um what you know it was like what is stopping me moving on what is the next level and like I said it for me it was always this I don't know what to write about so I'd be like well I want to write a novel I've always that was the again the inner knowing that was the deep but yeah. then I would go, well, I should probably start with entering some competitions or I should probably write some articles. So I go and find an article and then it give you a word. You should write about the word threads. And I'd just be like, oh, I can't do that. I can't do that. And so then I wouldn't do anything. So it just felt this like this cycle. So it was really like um, delving into what is stopping me. And for me, it was this, I'm stopping myself having ideas. I'm putting my foot on the hose pipe and just going, I can't think of anything. So how can I get around that? So how I started when I came back in February, I don't know when the idea just came into my head, was that the first thing I would do every time we sat down on the writing session was to write ideas. I had this inspiration journal and for 15 minutes, for the uh, first 15 minutes of every session, that's what I do. I mean, in the background, I journal every day, twice a day, like you know my stuff my yeah. all the thoughts out of my head in a more general sense so I'd always got that like kind of inner dialogue going on and that flow of words I suppose like the morning pages idea but this was like creatively what could I you know and not with a, a an end result in mind not with a like I'm putting these ideas because I need to write an article and I'm trying to do this it was just show yourself that every day and I'd be like three pages in 15 minutes you know of a little a5 notebook all these different ideas and I just kept going with that every day and I also at that time was doing the tiny steps course catching up with the course that you uh, ran for the group Um, and I know that tiny steps is my absolute way of working 
that that's how I needed to get into it. So I was like trying to figure out what they were, but also just again, really, um, you know, part of the tiny steps course was you really asking us to face ourselves and ask what we wanted to do. And so it's just like, I want to write a novel. I don't want, you know, again, this is trying to me trying to the expectations of what this journey should look like. It's my journey and I'm yep. just going to make it look like what what I want to do and so then after that it kind of I just felt this shift this it was all flowing um and then I could start to see patterns I could start to see in my inspiration journal or when I was reading or when I was watching tv or when I was out for a walk then I just started to make these connections and it was a really exciting time because I mean this is what I've always dreamed of doing but I've always stopped so to feel that magic in action that was really special and I mean I remember you know coming and having a zoom chat with you because I was like I think I've got an idea (laughs) and um, I've never had an idea you know so it was that was really exciting and I was absolutely buzzing off that call when I was just like look this this person keeps coming up here there here yeah these ideas and I really um think I could do something with this and like you were excited by the time we got oh I'm still excited (laughs) So, so that was such a shift and it was just I think as well because I think people externally people have wanted this for me people have gone yeah you could be a writer but you know until you show yourself in some way they can't really believe in you to so to have you really believing in me like that and excited for me that was like such a shift then um yeah big change so now you are writing on medium yes what um so how have you why did you start writing on medium instead of going straight into writing your novel that's a really interesting one and I wrote a medium article about this the other day is that um you know I have taken a little swerve off track in a way because I got to this point that I'd never been at before of having this idea and um but actually this feels like a building block yes Um, and uh you and a couple of other members of the group had started looking at medium and I think this is what I'd wanted from Instagram this ability to write you know short form but something complete um and I'd ended up in this kind of paralysis with Instagram because I wanted to make it more writerly for me Mm. Um, but you then only got so many words you could do and you had to get your perfect photo and all this thing so I ended up actually not posting on Instagram very often so it was like well actually I'm not writing publicly anywhere anymore Um, so to see you know and just observe from the sidelines for a while which you know for me feels like a safe thing to do it looked great. It looked like what I wanted Instagram to be. Um, and the opportunity to just go on there and write something and publish it. Um, and also have a freedom because obviously I was a bookstagrammer and my account was covered in pretty pictures of books and all about the books that I'd read. There wasn't that freedom to write about anything else. Um, I, I felt I'd kind of put myself in that little box um, so this was re- a real freedom. And I'm trying to think what the first article I wrote was. 
I think it was one for the the club um the, the club medium my first one the do I self-care too much that was my first one and I absolutely loved it I think um you know it, it just gave a freedom I think because yes I've known I'm was a writer for all these years but I haven't been writing and so to go from nothing or Instagram posts into a novel is like a massive it's it's a it's a really really huge step isn't it and yeah I'm a big believer in you know it doesn't have to be a straight line from A to B so going from nothing or from going from Instagram to writing a novel does not have to be linear it can go um and and explore different areas and I think you writing on medium has made you blossom it, it's given you confidence yeah. and it it's it's allowing you it's given you that self-belief that you can go from writing these articles with a beginning a middle and an end yes. to writing a novel with a beginning a middle and an end yeah. um and i can see that in you you look so much more confident um, I, I feel it i really mm. do i think that um to when i'm writing the articles i really feel we were talking about this before as well i think that um you know there are days when it feels more like work more like you're honing and crafting but then most of the days if you've just got a nugget of an idea and then you can just write something and I feel like it has increased my self-belief because it's increased my self-belief that I can write that I'm good at this Um, and also that I've got this innate sense of structure and I think when you're going from nothing to a novel that is terrifying but actually, like, you know, I do get to the end of uh, my um, uh, Medium article and I'll be like, pow. Oh, yes. You know, I, I'm really pleased when I get a nice, strong end line. And that does, you know, tend to happen. So I just kind of I do see this as really valuable building blocks because and not in a cynical way, not in a planned. I would do this and this and this. It's just feeling it's just going in and going oh, I try this this is working for me and right now it really is working for me I um, think it's an extension so you started for about six months exploring in your journal and it's yeah. an extension on that you're still discovering who you are as a writer yeah. what you want to write about how you write your writing voice and at the same time you're you're developing this rhythm of of showing up Yes. You know, yeah. Every day or however many days, four days a week or whatever it is that we do our live writing sessions. So you're showing up regularly yeah. and you're getting into a writing habit and you. You feel you are worth spending that hour yeah. on your writing as well, rather than just thinking, oh, I'm, that's that feels like a luxury to to be able to write for an hour. Um, when I should be doing this that and the other that's what I should be doing that's where I you know and I don't like the word should but I mean that's where I'm meant to be yeah because I think that is another one of the reasons that I was a writer who never wrote a writer who didn't write was that what if it wasn't everything I thought it was going to be what if I 
you know, what if I wasn't as good as I thought I was going to be? What if I didn't enjoy it as much as I've always, you know, to hold something so dear for so long? What if it isn't your dream? What if it does? And so it can't, you, you can't find that out if you, you know, you can't be disappointed if you never try. And now I'm really trying. This is absolutely what I'm supposed to be doing. And those hours, every time I sit there, I love it. Even when it's hard work, I love it. It's really, you know, this is this is me. Um, and it will be really interesting to see if, because I've wondered this before, like because um, what I'm writing now is like nonfiction and articles based, like, am I a nonfiction writer? Or, you know, because I haven't that much experience of writing fiction, so that's going to be interesting. Mm. Um, but again, I'm just going to feel my way through it. Yeah. Um, and I love that too. I love that about the group that there are so many people with so many different methods and processes that the processes that there's room for all of us. And that again, gives you this self-belief that I can just go in there and try and see and just see what feels right. Um, rather than somebody saying, oh, you need to plot this. Oh, if you're going to write another, you've got, have you got enough peril? Have you got, have you reached this part and that arc? And I'm like, I'm just writing words. So I'm very grateful that we have some very epic writers in our group who have zero process whatsoever. And um, that that gives permission to just go, do you know what? I'm just going to make it up as I go along and see what happens. Just go with what feels right. Well, that's fantastic, Claire. And that feels like a really nice way to end the podcast. Um, My final question, and I'm going to be putting you on the spot here, recommend a book to me (gasps) (laughs) oh um well I mean I'm going fail safe because I think you know like my my all-time favorite author is Elizabeth Strout and I just have this like when I grow up I will be Elizabeth Strout um and she came to writing later in life as well she didn't publish till her 40s so really yeah in every way this woman is like my idol um uh, so I'm going to recommend Olive Kitteridge because I just think it's the most brilliant book. It's not um, the jolliest, most uplifting book, um, but for me, it's an absolute masterclass in writing people, in understanding and exploring humans, what it means to be a human in all its shades. Um, and I just think the woman is an absolute genius. Um, wonderful and one of these fine days I would like her to write a recommendation on my book (laughs) (laughs) it will happen happen. yeah it will right thank you very much Claire for like I say being the very first interviewee on hiding under the desk I have to say I loved what you had to say it was it was so uplifting so inspiring so thank you very much. You can find Claire's writing at medium.com forward slash at Claire M Holden 78 and on Instagram at it's underscore all underscore about underscore the underscore words. I will of course link to her work in the show notes.